today on Grace to the Hearers with Pastor Eric Kluth. Do you guys know what the difference between Ebola and sin is? With Ebola, you don't have a choice if you want it or not. If you come in contact with it, you're going to get it. More than likely, right? You don't get to choose, hmm, I want Ebola or I don't want Ebola. Uh, if you're exposed, you have a very, very high chance of being infected with Ebola. If you're exposed to sin, you do have a choice to be infected or not to be infected. At the time Pastor Eric shared this message, our world was gripped by the fear of the spreading Ebola virus. The news was peppered with this global pandemic. Today, Pastor Eric will parallel this deadly disease with this sin disease that every man, woman, and child on the face of the earth is infected with. Well, let's join Pastor Eric in the book of Judges for today's study. Last week, we started uh, by looking at the Danites, right? The Danites came, and they were the tribe of Dan, okay? And they uh, were having some struggles in their own land that was given to them, their inheritance. And so they were looking for an easier battle. And so they go, and they go up to the mountains of Ephraim, up to a little city called, not a little city, but a city called Laish. And they go and they, they scout out the land and they see that the land is good and there's no backup there and they could easily take that land. You know, it's like, woohoo, we can do this. But meanwhile, as they were going through the land, they stopped at a, a pit stop by a guy named Micah. And do you guys remember Micah? Yeah, we've been studying him for, for a while, for a couple weeks now. Uh, he had a shrine of gods where he set up a little shrine of gods, molded and carved images, and uh, he even had uh, an ephod, and he had his son who was a priest. But then, if that wasn't enough, he got a Levite, an actual Levite, to be his priest. So he was hot stuff, right? And so he had this whole church thing going on in his house, and uh, we, we know that the spies went into Micah's house asking the Levite if God would bless them, if they, was, if they were going to have success. And uh, sure enough, the, the acting priest, uh, I say acting because he was not a priest for the Lord. He was a priest for man. Uh, he was a hireling. He was doing it for the money. He blessed the five spies as they go and they went into the land and said, God's with you. You're going to have success. Uh, go in peace, is the exact words that he says. Go in peace, the presence of the Lord is with you. Well, the spies continued, headed up, scouted out the area, like I said, came back and said to the, his brethren, hey, we can take this land, we can do it. And so that's where we're left off right now, okay? So tonight, as we finish Judges 18, we're going to conclude the chapter, and we're going to see that the tribe of Dan, I'm going to be, here's a spoiler alert, they conquer Laish, okay? Just to let you know. Don't leave now, okay, because I just told you the ending. <laughs> but, but also within the remaining of this chapter, guys, we're going to see the most contagious, most deadly virus that has hit mankind. Craziness, right? The most dangerous thing has ever hit. And I hear somebody saying Ebola. And today, many fear Ebola, right? And so I, I titled the message tonight, Judges chapter 18, part 2, Outbreak. 
outbreak, okay? Uh, because guess what? The Ebola virus is all over the news. It's everywhere. I mean, the only news page that I really see is Yahoo, but that's just me. I see Yahoo and then I hear about it, you know, on the radio and stuff like that. But it's in the, it's in the internet. It's on the TV. It's on the radio. It's in the newspapers. It's everywhere. There's an outbreak of Ebola, if you didn't know. Just letting you know. It's even coming from the pulpit. That there is a, a, a virus that is very dangerous and people are even getting on planes and getting in contact with it. Uh, Ebola is very extremely dangerous. If you sneeze or cough, then wipe your hand on a seat, then you have a good chance of catching this deadly disease. Uh, last week I told you to vote. This is my other public announcement, <laughs> right? Uh, be careful of the Ebola virus. Uh, but tonight in our text, we are going to see an, an outbreak that is more deadly than the Ebola virus. Uh, but for most, but for most, it is not a concern. It is not a concern. Uh, and it should be a concern. Uh, there's no concern in stopping it, as there is a concern of stopping the Ebola virus. I know that many of the people, you know, that I've seen, uh, on social media are saying, why can't they control this? Why aren't they, why are they allowing somebody to get on a plane with the virus? You know, and all this talk is, and people are concerned. Uh, they should be concerned. So let's start in verses 11 through 14. I titled this section of the, of Judges 18, uh, to be infected or not to be infected. It says this, in verse 11, and 600 men of the family of the Danites went from there, from Zorah and Eshtoah, armed with weapons of war. Then they went up and encamped in Kirjoth-Jerim in Judah. Therefore they called this place Manhandan to this day. There it is, west of Kirjoth-Jerim. In verse 13, and they passed from there to the mountains of Ephraim and came to the house of Micah. Then the five men who had gone to spy out the country of Laish uh, answered and said to their brethren, Do you know that there are in these houses an ephod, household idols, a carved image, and molded image? Now therefore consider what you should do. So here again, we, we catch up to speed where the Danites are. Uh, the five spies came back. They said, we're going to the land. Now they get the guys ready for war. And how many guys were there ready for war? 600, 600 uh, were ready for battle. They were weapons ready to go. And so they head up to the mountains of Ephraim and they come to the pit stop of whose house? Micah's house. And the five spies say to the brethren, hey, in this, uh, in this household here, there's an ephod, there's carved images, molded images. Uh, what, do you, what do you think we should do? <laughs> and so... There's the question. What should we do? Guys, Micah's house was full of abomination in the eyes of God. Idols, carved images, uh, molded images, even had a reproduction of a holy ephod for a priest. This house was filled with a virus. It was filled with a deadly virus. Not a physical virus, but a spiritual virus. And this spiritual virus is called what? Sin. The house of Micah was filled with sin. A deadly virus like sin uh, that infected his entire house. This is, is, is running rampant through this guy's house. And guess where it started? 
It started with Micah's mother. If you remember in our study in Judges chapter 17, Micah's mother did something that started this whole uh, shrine for Micah as a young man. Judges 17.4 says this, Thus he returned the silver to his mother. Because remember at this point, Micah took uh, a lot of silver from his mom. But then he gave it back to his mom because his mom threatened uh, and threw out a curse on whoever took it. And, And so here we are. Thus he returned the silver to his mother. Then his mother took 200 shekels of of silver and gave them to the silversmith. And he made it into a carved image and a molded image. And they were in the house of Micah. So this infection started by, uh, by contact with his own mother. His mother got him into this infection, into this sin. Well, how do you know that the carved images and molded images are a sin? Right? Some of you asking that? Yeah? Well, great question. The Bible tells me so. Exodus chapter 20, verse 4 says this, You shall not make for yourself a carved image, any likeness of anything that is in heaven above or that is in the earth beneath or that is in the water under the earth. So God's word uh, is very clear to the Israelites, right? Not to have what? Carved images, molded images, right? The sin of Micah's mom was so contagious that Micah himself caught this deadly virus and Micah became infected with sin. And then it didn't stop there. I mean, this guy was out of control. He infected his own children. And then he infected a Levite who was, who he met, who came to his door. He infected him by saying, Hey, uh, you're a Levite. Uh, why don't you be my priest? Does that sound good to you? Sure, I'll pay you 10 shekels of silver a year. What a great deal, right? Not really to be infected with sin, to go against God. Micah infected others with his deadly virus. And so then the five spies, and it didn't, it didn't stop here, you guys. The, then the five spies came to his house. And they sat there and they met with uh, this Levite priest, this young Levite priest. And and guess what happened to them? They were exposed to the sin as well. They were exposed to it. And then they were like, okay, well, do we have God's blessing? Sure you do. You've got God's blessing. So the sin virus uh, was exposed to the five men from the tribe of Dan. But it took a little bit of while for it to uh, implant in their heart in heart and to, uh, in, to infect them. It took a little bit. Uh, they wouldn't have been affected if they would have kept going, if they wouldn't have stopped at Micah's house. Does that make sense? Okay, so uh, these five men from Dan come to this house. They're exposed to all these idols and carved images, molded images, the ephod, the false priests. They were exposed to sin. But they wouldn't have been exposed if they wouldn't have stopped. If they would have kept going, they would have not been exposed to it. Okay, here's the truth. The virus of sin is everywhere. Correct? Okay. This virus called sin has seemed to have already infected our TVs, our cell phones, our newspapers, our computers, radios, uh, satellite radios, 
Billboards, posters, mail, news, sports. Got movies, okay. We could be here all night just talking about how virus of sin has, it has infected all these areas of our lives. It's everywhere. Sin is everywhere. It's everywhere. It's even within the church. Can you believe that? The virus of sin is everywhere. And here's the thing, you guys. Here's another bit of truth. Uh, every single person in this room, every single person in this world has been exposed to this deadly virus. The difference between Ebola and sin, do you guys know what the difference between Ebola and sin is? With Ebola, you don't have a choice if you want it or not. If you come in contact with it, you're going to get it, more than likely, Right? You don't get to choose, hmm, I want Ebola or I don't want Ebola. Uh, if you're exposed, you have a very, very high chance of being affected with Ebola. If you're exposed to sin, you do have a choice to be infected or not to be infected. God says this, he puts it this way through Paul in 1 Corinthians ten thirteen. He says, no temptation has overtaken you except such as is common to man. But God is faithful, who will not allow you to be tempted beyond what you are able, but with the temptation will also make the way of escape, that you may be able to bear it. Well, what is God saying here? Well, you will face temptations. But God is faithful. How many of you believe that God is faithful? God is faithful. He is faithful all the time. Even when we are what? Faithless, right? We don't have the faith. God is faithful. And he's not going to allow you to be tempted beyond what you can stand. So when you are being tempted, Jesus will provide the way out so that you can get through the temptation. He will provide the way out. We were teaching this to our children. Nicole and I were teaching this to our kids. Look for the way out. Because in those moments of temptation, when you want to do what is wrong, God is going to provide you a way out. I truly believe that. But oftentimes our mind and our eyes are so blinded and fixed on one thing that we don't look for the exit. That we don't look for the way out. But God does provide a way out. You and I have a choice to be infected with sin or not to be infected with sin. So, we have a choice. Now, the Danites chose to, get, to, do, to be what? Infected. They chose to be infected. Verses 15 through 31, we'll see that. It says, so they turned aside there. Uh, <laughs> there's the, the choice. So they turned aside there. And they came to the house of the young Levite man, to the house of Micah, and greeted him. The 600 men, armed with their weapons of war, who were of the children of Dan, stood by the entrance of the gate. Then the five men who had gone to spy out the land went up, entering there. They took the carved image, the ephod, the household idols, and the molded image. Then the priest stood at the entrance of the gate with the 600 men who were armed with weapons of war. And when these went into Micah's house and took the carved images, the ephod, the household idols, and the molded image, the priest said to them, what are you doing? What are you doing? And they said to him, be quiet, put your hand over your mouth and come with us and be a father and a priest to us. 
It is better, is it better for you to be a priest to the household of one man or that you be a priest to a tribe and family in Israel? Verse 20, so the priest's heart was glad and he took the ephod, the household idols and the carved image and took his place among the people. Then they turned and departed and put the little ones and the livestock and the goods in front of them. Verse 22, when they were a good way from the house of Micah, the men who were in the houses near Micah's house gathered together and overtook the children of Dan. And they called out to the children of Dan, so they turned around and said to Micah, what ails you that you have gathered such a company? So he said, you have taken away my gods, which I made, and the priests, and you have gone away. Now what more do I have? How can you say to me, what ails you? And the children of Dan said to him, Do not let your voice be heard among us, lest angry men fall upon you, and you lose your life with the lives of your household. Then the children of Dan went their way, and and when Micah saw that they were too strong for him, he turned and went back to his house. So they took the things Micah had made, and the priests who, who had belonged to him, and went to Laish to a people quiet and secure. And they struck them with the edge of the sword and burned the city with fire. Verse 28, there was no deliverer because it was far from Sidon. And they had no ties with anyone. It was in the valley that belongs to Beth Rahab. Beth Rahab. So they built the city and dwelt there. Verse 29, and they called the name of the city Dan after the name of Dan, their father, who was born to Israel. However, the name of the city for formerly was Laish. Verse 30, Then the children of Dan set up for themselves the carved image, and Jothan, uh, Jonathan, the son of Gershom, the son of Manasseh, and his sons were priests to the tribe of Dan until the day of, cap- of the captivity of the land. Verse 31, So they set up for themselves Micah's carved image, which he made all the time that the house of God was in Shiloh. Wow. So the Danites come to Micah's house. They were asked by the five spies, what are you going to do? What should we do? And what does it say? It says that they turned in there. They turned to Micah's house and they not only turned in there, but they robbed him. They took his gods, they took his ephod, and they took his priests. In fact, they tell the young priest to shut his mouth, put it over your, your hand over your mouth. Is it better for you to be with this one man, or is it better for you to be a priest for the entire tribe of, of Dan? You know? And here, remember, the young Levite was a hireling. He was looking to be hired. And what do you think he's going to do? He's going to choose the bigger picture, Right? Hey, a lot more people, that means it's going to be a lot more, uh, it's going to be better for me, you know, to be with these guys. So he got glad. He was excited. He's like, all right, I'm going to go in there. I'm going to take it myself. He took it and he was ready to go. And it says that he joined them with, with the people and they went on their way. And, and if that's not even enough, then Micah caught wind of it and he caught up to the, to the tribe of Dan. He says, what's going on here? You took my gods. You took my priest. And you say to me, what's my problem? You took everything from my house. If I came in and took everything from your house, would you have a problem with that? Are you guys... I would. 
You know, don't take my stuff. <laughs> the tribe of Dan continues, and they tell Micah, hey, you better stop talking before angry men fall upon you and you lose your life. Uh, that would shut me up too. You can have my stuff. You know, I'm going to go back home. <laughs> so they go, the tribe goes, they go, they take over Laish, and, and guess what they call it? Did you guys catch it? They were so original, they called it Dan. They were so original with that name, right? We conquered this city. What are we going to call it? Let's call it Dan. Brilliant. You know? So they take it. They overtake the city. And they set up the carved image. And guess what, you guys? The sin virus that started with one person has now infected an entire tribe of Israel. One man's sin has infected the entire tribe of Dan. That's intense. And it continues to spread. So what is this deadly virus called sin? Well, sin is to wander away from the commandments of God. Sin is to violate God's law. Sin is to miss the mark of righteousness. Sin is to be in error. Sin is to do wrong. And guess what, guys? Sin is deadly. The Bible tells us, for the wages of sin is death. We know this, right? James says this in James chapter 1, verses 14 through 15, but each one is tempted when he is drawn away by his own desires and enticed. Then when his desires has conceived, it gives birth to sin. And sin, when it is full grown, brings forth death. So sin is a deadly thing. It is very deadly. So here's the, here's the truth, though. You and I have already been infected with this virus. What? When did that happen? When did somebody sneeze on me? When did somebody sneeze on me with their sin? Come in contact. I, I knew I should have washed my hands. Oh, I wish it was so easy <laughs> to wash your hands. It is actually pretty easy. We have all made a mistake or two in our lives. Even if you don't believe in God, I know that you know that you've made a mistake in your life. Even if you haven't put your faith and trust in Jesus Christ, I bet you you know what is right and wrong and that you would say, yep, I've committed wrong. I've been in error before. Okay? So the Bible says this, in Romans 5.12, Therefore, just as through one man's sin entered the world, and death through sin, and thus death spread, spread to all men, because all sinned. So if you don't believe that this virus is spread to everybody, the Bible just says that it has. And I love the verbiage that God uses, that it's spread, because it is highly, highly contagious highly contagious the death virus has spread to all men pastor eric will continue teaching through the book of judges the next time you join us as you've been listening today perhaps some questions have come to mind if so we'd like to help just email your questions comments or prayer requests to info at grace to the hearers.com 
That's info at gracetothehearers.com. We'll be sure to prayerfully respond because it's our desire to help you on your journey as you're seeking to walk with Jesus. You can also post your comments or questions to our Facebook page. Just search on Facebook for Grace to the Hearers Radio and join the conversation. If you can't find a church near you that's teaching through the Bible verse by verse, please let us know. We may be able to help you connect with a Bible study in your area and we'll certainly add you and your community to our prayer list as it's our desire to see God's Word being simply and systematically taught in every community. Again, you can contact us by email at info at gracetothehearers.com or give us a call at 520-723-7047. That's 520-720-7047. And please don't worry if you haven't been able to write this information down. All this information and more is available at our website, gracetothehearers.com. That's gracetothehearers.com. Log on to get to know us better. Join us next time as Pastor Eric continues to proclaim grace to the hearers from the book of Judges. That's next time on Grace to the Hearers.